0: Welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm senior contributor, Jeff Heilman, here in Las Vegas with a true authority, a true innovator and disruptor of the city's culinary scene, Donald Conterzi, founder and president of top-ranked, award-winning, lip-smacking foodie tours. Donald, it's hard to believe it's been five years since you launched this company and five years since we first met each other. So, great to see you today, welcome.
1: Thank you, it's great to see you, always is, and thank you very much for having
0: me. You are truly, Donald, a man about town. Wherever I go, whenever I come here, you're at IMAX, you're at this event, you're at that event. You were there last night at the Global Meetings Industry Day event at the uh, eSports Arena at Luxor, where we got a uh, celebration of Las Vegas 25 years as the trade show leader in the in the North America. We had Chris Brown, the National Association of Broadcasters, as one of the speakers. Um, Folks from CES and Seam and others celebrated. And then we had our keynote speaker, Jeremy Aguera, who's a, a maven in his own right. This man knows economic data and analysis like nobody for applied analysis, which the Las Vegas Convention of Visitors Authority relies upon. He gave us a real overview on the emergence of sports as a major segment of the economy here. Another major segment is the culinary scene, and that's why we're here today. Uh... It's not always been that way. If you'll indulge me just a quick rewind here based on what I I know and celebrate about this city. Um, There was a gourmet era back in the early 1960s. One of the the pioneers was a guy called Nat Hart at Caesars Palace. He's considered one of the original celebrities. There were rooms like the Bacchanal Room at Caesars where uh, servers in togas would come out with grapes and, and wine on their shoulders. And I think they even rubbed your shoulders if you were lucky enough. There was the Sultan's table at the Dunes. That was one era. Uh, Seventies saw a couple players, Andre Rochat, Rochet, uh, I think, uh, started a bakery and in, in a triple f- uh, four diamond French restaurant. But The real story begins with, in 1992, Wolfgang Puck rolled the dice, brought his L.A. flagship Spago to the forum shops at Caesars, and that ignited a revolution. And that revolution today has produced hundreds of high-quality restaurants across the city, up and down the Strip. You've got more master sommeliers here than anywhere else in the U.S. You've got Michelin stars. For groups, for visitors, for anyone, if you don't know it, or even if you know the city, making sense of all that can be a real challenge. It could be an expensive challenge, it could be a disappointing one. So Donald came in and he's made sense of it all with his award-winning tour company. So after all that, Donald, tell me about Lip Smacking Foodie Tours, how it came to be, what it's all about, and why it's a absolute surefire bet for groups and any, any other visitors to Las Vegas.
1: So to start from the beginning, I've worked in restaurants in Las Vegas for ten plus years, and really developed a passion for staying abreast of what's happening and trying the restaurants and just knowing all about it. And you know, with that, with that passion and knowledge, you know, I thought there's so many amazing restaurants in Las Vegas, and it's really when you're, you know, traveling for just a couple of days and you have to kind of narrow your choice down to a couple of restaurants because you're only here for a couple of days, I figured, why not go to different restaurants and get whatever they're famous for? Everything is so close. Every restaurant's famous for something. It's not one that's better than the next. And so I started um, a couple days a week uh, taking taking individuals out to four or five restaurants in one night. Um, and, it, I mean, the feedback was just over the top, everybody thought it was the greatest thing. And when I kept hearing that over and over again, um, it just blossomed into uh, more of an experience, uh, something for groups. And, um, you know, now we do have the tours every single day. Uh, We offer at least two tours a day for individuals and um, I, I realized that there's a huge market for groups and, and the number one thing that I'm hearing is groups are always looking for something new something different and just like you said culinary is is a major thing uh in, everywhere and especially Las Vegas and um and the other the other really big thing are experiences and so to have a food experience I just thought you know this is this is really something and uh so it is a passion and Something I I continually, um, you know, work towards. You really hit the nail on the head
0: with the word experience, as far as what the group market, what meeting planners and delegates are looking for. I've been lucky to join you on a on a tour last year, so I get to I get to see it in action. What Vegas has become is an aspiration, an ambition, a place of great experience. And so what you've created with this model is basically a, a VIP experience, a waiting table and some of the hardest to get into restaurants on both the strip and also downtown too,
1: right? Absolutely. And that's something that's, you know, everybody wants, you know, front row tickets, especially for their VIP guests or customers. But I've never really seen a VIP dining experience. You know, it's kind of like something that you've never heard of before. And um, typically, I, I working in restaurants, I've realized that our groups, they were, um, you know, they had to do a set menu. Uh, choice of appetizer, choice of entree and dessert. And, you know, people want to try more things. They want to have a a tasting. And so um, I said, you know, let's, why can't we have a VIP experience where you don't even have to stop at the host stand. You just walk right to your table. Um, You know, that's going to be a spectacle. That's a show in in and of itself. Um, let's have the chef come out and explain the food. You know, everybody loves that. But usually you have to know somebody to have that sort of treatment. Right. And so to be able to offer that um, to the general public, uh, I thought that there was a a niche that that could be filled.
0: And clearly the the, the restaurants have been very receptive because some of the restaurants you have on your roster, um, Javier's, for instance, at Aria, features one of, I think, the world's largest uh, chainsaw sculpture on the wall, has a private dining area where Hollywood celebrities go. You're walking your guests in there and you've got uh, the wonderful Greek restaurant, Milos, at uh, the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. So that's the quality. And based on your TripAdvisor feedback, which seems to be flawless, I've never seen a bad review. Everyone has said this is the most fantastic thing. You work with all kinds of groups today, very small, and also up to 200 or so?
1: Yes, uh, we've done uh, anywhere. We like a minimum of 10, but we've done groups 140. I've got 150 downtown. Um, We could do up to 250. The way to do that would be just to split the group on three separate lip smacking foodie tours, uh, that would go out at the same time. Uh, and three hours later, everybody would just be, you know, over the moon to, um, to take them around to different restaurants. And, and I've also learned a lot of different things, you know, sharing the tidbits in between, uh, on, like you said, the chainsaw mural and the table that the celebrities eat at, you know, that's, that's the entertainment. Um, a lot of times people don't, know those little nuggets and to be able to share that, um, and, and share information on Las Vegas is, is great. You know, it's really entertaining and, and I think it's of value. Um, but like you said, um, Milos, you know, that restaurant, if you haven't been, they fly their seafood in from Greece, Spain, and Portugal almost every single day. You know, these really are the top places and it's been a phenomenal partnership with our, with our restaurants because they do a great job and not everybody knows about those restaurants and we're just introducing people that are looking for a great experience to our partners that are just are are the top-notch right it involves some very astute decision-making.
0: Where am I gonna eat in town? And I've seen this uh, in the groups I've been with you, or you have couples from the Midwest, who this is their very first time in Las Vegas. They're having the type of experience that uh, it's it's it is it's VIP, but it is exactly what Vegas is about. They leave and they had a great time. That's the model right here. In the course of doing all this, of course, now you're getting quite a bit of attention. And the, the man about town part, um, You partner with the Las Vegas Convention of Visitors Authority, for instance, serving really as a a very important culinary frontline ambassador for the city by working with inbound meeting planners, with travel agents. You're giving them a true taste of the town, which is a very memorable one and very successful.
1: Yeah. I, you know, it's definitely evolved to that. Um, you know, I feel like, especially when I'm traveling and I'm promoting the city, promoting the restaurants, the parts of town, you know, that I take a lot of pride in that. And, and to me, it's important that, you know, that I, wow, everybody that comes on the tour and our tour guides do as well. Um, so it's been, it's been great. And, you know, um, I've actually had groups tell me that they've come to vegas specifically to take the tour for their for their group and that's a that's a very strong statement and people are coming to Vegas for an experience and to te- and for when they're telling me that this is the highlight to their trip or I have a repeat group every year say this is the highlight to their program and this is what everybody looks forward to, you know, I, that means a lot to me. And it's, uh, you know, I ha- have a very high expectation. I set the bar very high and I want to exceed those expectations and continually push that bar. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of repeat groups every time we develop a new tour because they want to try some, a different set of restaurants you know they have they know that they're going to leave full they're not they know that they're going to have their allergies and dietary restrictions uh, taken care of with pleasure uh, they know that the walk is going to be the perfect amount in between they know that the tidbits are going to be um, all full of laughs so you know that's the model that I've. Um, that that, that that I have a vision on and um, I'm going to continue to do that
0: yeah, tidbits, I like that part sort of uh, insider information that did you knows and there's so many fun discoveries culinary wise in this city there's the strip, there's downtown but places like uh, Secret Pizza at the Cosmopolitan, right? that's a fun one
1: yeah, that, that. Not only that, uh, the restaurant that doesn't have a sign, you've got to walk through a hall to to find it. So you have to be in the know, otherwise you'll walk right past. Also, the drink uh, on the sh- at the chandelier bar that's not on the menu, and you can only get on the second floor. That has a little buzz button flower that makes your mouth numb, and then the drink, uh, the flavors are very intense. You know, all these little nuggets that it, it could be overwhelming when you're in Las Vegas uh, to to not know these things or at, not know which restaurants to visit, or once you. You get there you have to kind of hone in and, and choose one dish and hopefully it's the right choice so you know we alleviate all that um, all we ask you know come hungry ready for an amazing time and we're gonna give we're gonna feed you with not just great food but you're right nuggets fun and experience um, and you will go home um, and uh, you know this will be something that you'll never forget maybe it's the first time you've had um, a dish that for the first time and it was just you know the best, the best part of the
0: the whole meal. Yeah, so the, you're you're inspired, You're giving them the kind of information that certainly inspires them to come back and either book with you again, but discover and, and as the scene spreads, now we've got chefs that have trained here at some of the very top restaurants in Las Vegas, like Joel Rubichon, for instance, there's a, there's a good number of chefs that start off there at MGM Grand, who are now going off doing their either their own operations or at their other resort properties. And look, I, I'm, I will shamelessly uh, plug this one, the Edge Steakhouse at the Westgate, young chef from New Jersey, 31-year-old, I think, Steve Young, executive chef he trained at uh atelier joel ribaucheau uh, the famous most michelin starred chef in history who sadly passed away very recently but he told me about having to learn French the very first day from the sous chef's wife. He trained, and now he runs the Edge Steakhouse, which, for my money, is one of the best restaurants anywhere. Those experiences are everywhere. They're downtown. There's, there's a vintage stock of, of Las Vegas restaurants and bars. The Golden Steer Steakhouse, 1958. Elvis and Sinatra were there. The Atomic Lounge, the oldest freestanding bar on, on East Fremont where patrons used to go watch the atomic blast at the Nevada test site, not 50 miles away. That is the, the Las Vegas market that presumably they learn about with you and your fellow tour guides. It opens up their understanding of the Vegas experience and just how many different directions it can go. That's, I think that's worth its, its the fee and then some. Helico- you also do helicopter tours.
1: So we've got a tour that's very popular. It's our dinner uh, tour at Arian Cosmopolitan. And then you have the option right after to take a helicopter over the Strip. And it's very, very popular. Uh, we offer it almost every single night. We do it for groups that are looking to entertain their customers. It's that wow experience that Vegas is known for. You know, the, the entertainment capital of the world, the bucket list sort of things that you can't do maybe in other cities. Uh, something that you can go home and brag about going to four award-winning restaurants and taking a helicopter over the Strip. And for the price, I mean, two ninety-nine, it's really not bad whatsoever. Um, I mean, we, we have that experience. Um, we have our downtown experience, which showcases all like the restaurants that you were mentioning where they're independently owned. The chefs that used to train on the Strip, they've gone up and opened up their own independent venues. And so they're very creative because they rely on the success uh, of the community and people getting spreading the word. You know, they don't have really much of a marketing budget, so they re- re- rely on the food to do the talking and the neighbors. Uh, and so the restaurants down there are, are great as well because uh, it's the top talent, just in a little bit little bit more of a laid back atmosphere. And so we do a lot of groups there too because. They're here every year and they never really get the chance to see uh, where the locals hang out and it's always great to, to, to kind of sit with the locals and 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 kind of just do something a little bit more off the beaten path it, it provides a different experience of las vegas yeah and we do have um different uh, parts of, uh, of town that are completely different from each other
0: which they would presumably, they'd never find these places on their own. And they're, they're hot tickets, they're hard to get into. Like, so I hear so much about Esther's Kitchen, for instance, Carson Kitchen downtown, uh, Sparrow and Wolf in, in Chinatown. I mean, the deeper you go in this, there's a much bigger story. And so if that's a reason to come back for Vegas, you're continuing to serve that ambassadorial role, that, that almost that marketing role on behalf of the destination, that's a real value add.
1: Yeah, we actually give out a list at the end of the of our lip smacking tour of places that we recommend, and um, you know there's a lot of thought that goes into that. Booklet. Um, They're all places that I would love to have on the tour, but they're not within walking distance. So I want to share that with my with my guests. Um, And so yes, Esther's Kitchen is on there. It's a place that you'll never find unless you know about it. And then once you get there, good luck to find a table because they're packed every single night. Um, And it's great. It's top. Everything's you know house made. Uh, The chef is is there, and um, you know he's always changing the menu. And everybody working there is very passionate so it's just a very um unique thing to go into to a place that has so much um character and and they're doing something so unique and they're gems if you don't know about them you know they're they're really surprising yeah
0: it's it's a it's a a only in las vegas kind of story donald where you came here you worked your way up you learned the industry and then you created a, a brand new model that's working incredibly well uh, and it, it's an absolute must for meeting planners. Um, how do they, how do they find you? What's your website?
1: Lip smacking Um, you know, we, we love to get the word out more to meeting planners. Um, you know, anytime somebody would like to join us, my email is Don at, um, Vegasfoodietour.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, or, um, you know, I would love to, you know, host a meeting planner it's because you know it's it's something new and different for for groups and every single person just absolutely loves it definitely and you're on the
0: move now you've expanded to santana row and san jose california
1: Yes, we had a, a group request, uh, 45 uh, p- people wanted to do the same experience, but it was in, in San Jose and uh, flew up there, used the same exact model, the VIP dining experience, uh, highlighting the signature dishes and sharing information along the way. And it's quite funny because the tour goers the guests they thought i was from there uh so it was a, a huge success and now i'm flying out next week to uh la to line up another group um so so yeah it's it's great to be able to um you know offer this in other cities Great, well, coming to your destination next perhaps, (laughs) but uh, hey
0: Donald, thank you, always a pleasure. It's it's my pleasure, thank you. It's great food for thought, it's great thinking about Las Vegas at this level, a city that at one time was just gaming, but has created, has just diversified its product base to the point where there's truly something here for everybody. Uh, So thank you very much for being here today, and thank you for joining us for this Meetings Today podcast. Check out the podcast section on MeetingsToday.com for a wealth of other broadcasts featuring some of the dynamic personalities and thought leaders in the meetings industry.